0: Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to part two of the Get Yourself Unstuck series, Finding Joy in the Creative Journey. I grew up in a household where everything was a party. No, not exactly that kind of party. (laughs) But we had toothbrushing parties and bedtime parties, getting dressed parties, reading parties, mopping parties, weeding parties, laundry folding parties. We found joy in each step because my mom taught us each step merited a party. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Growing up with so many parties taught me how to find joy in the journey. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to find joy in your creative journey. And then I have an exercise, of course, (laughs) that will help us weave joy into our everyday lives. So the first way to find joy in your creative journey is to celebrate the small successes. Every step in the creative journey is worth celebrating. Did you spend time thinking about your manuscript or your project? Yippee! Did you write for 10 minutes or spend five minutes on an illustration? Even better. Did you muster up the courage to submit your story and press send? Hip, hip, hooray. Did you read mentor texts that helped you better understand how you want to revise your manuscript? Incredible, superb, exceptional. You get the picture, right? For me. Every time an editor gives feedback on one of my manuscripts, I feel a little thrill, even if they are passing on the manuscript. Sometimes they want to see their work, sometimes they don't, and sometimes they bring it to the acquisitions meeting, and that's another super exciting success, even though 50% of the time they're still going to pass on the story. I celebrate these successes by telling a writing friend or family member about the little thing that might possibly someday become a big thing, an actual book. I also celebrate by reading a chapter of whatever I'm reading at the time. I know, my celebrations are pretty wild. (laughs) But life is so much more fun when we allow ourselves to celebrate the small successes. I recently wrote a board book manuscript about feelings. I hadn't written a new board book manuscript in a very, very, very long time. This didn't even feel like a small success. It felt like a huge success. And I celebrated by sending it to my critique group with lots of exclamation points, a new story, exclamation point, hooray, hooray, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. (laughs) So the definition of small successes will change over time as you start to count your failures as successes, especially if you decide to seek failure on purpose, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Since failures live in the neighborhood of success, we can celebrate them too, as long as they're intentional and we're willing to get up and try again. I love how persistent toddlers are when they're first learning to walk. They fall over and over and over again. They just keep falling and yet they still get up over and over and over again. They don't give up the minute they fall down. They just keep trying until they succeed. We can choose to be like toddlers and fail and fail and fail ourselves right into success. I want you to think about how you celebrate the small successes in your life. Do you celebrate them? And if you don't, How do you plan to celebrate them in the future? Because I think it's worth it. It totally makes life better. Okay, so number two for finding joy in the creative journey is make the journey fun. And I know that's why we start this journey, right? But do you ever find yourself dreading the next revision or the next creative session or the next deadline? Or do you ever hope that your partner or your children will interrupt you so you won't have to tackle your art? How can you make the work more fun? Do you need to set a timer? maybe a game or a competition? Can you challenge yourself to write something or paint something or create something different, something short and snappy or longer or more lyrical? Can you put color on the page and not worry about what it looks like? Or perhaps you can make the process more fun by joining a community like 12 by 12. Julie Headland runs the 12 by 12 community and I joined 11 years ago and it transformed my writing life to know that other people were doing the challenge with me. And the challenge is, many of us challenge ourselves to write a picture book a month. When you know you're going to do something anyway, you might as well make it as fun as possible. For me, the actual process of writing and revising is usually fun without any games or competitions, but you better believe I use these techniques for doing the dishes and laundry and making meals and other things that I would rather not be doing. I know some people who write in tandem with someone else online or at the library or coffee shop, and it's really true that just being with someone else as we create makes a huge difference. Also, going somewhere else to write is a great way to make creating more fun. For years, I've had a weekly workday where I write in my friend's art studio slash barn while she paints. Everyone should check out Brittany Susie's art. She's phenomenal. Being in her studio and in a different creative environment makes all the difference for me. Sometimes when you're working for someone else or on a deadline, it really does kind of suck the life out of a project. For some reason, sometimes it's hard to find joy in something when someone else is dictating what you do or someone else is actually paying you. Don't let that happen. Instead, revel in the knowledge that you are getting money for doing what you love to do. So how do you make the creative process fun? And if you aren't making it fun, I want you to remember why you started this process in the first place go back to your roots, find the fun, and put it back into your creative life. So number three is give yourself permission to create B-minus work. Have you ever heard of B-minus work? Jody Moore teaches that B-minus work is the only way to truly excel. We need to let go of our perfectionism, and we're going to dig deeper into perfectionism on a future podcast because understanding our perfectionism is key for finding joy in our work. We need to allow ourselves to create disorganized drafts, crappy art, and nonsensical stories. This is what leads to our best work, our best joy, our best moments. Because when we truly let go and create in that moment, joy finds us. We don't need to look for joy. Joy finds us. How do you infuse joy into your creative journey? Perhaps write down three ways that you already infuse joy into your creative journey, and maybe three more ways that you can add even more joy into your writing or artistic or creative life. So those are a few ways to find joy in the creative journey, but joy in all areas of life increases our creativity. Right now, I want you to take a brain audit and see how you are actually spending your time. And if you feel like it, I'd love for you to press pause, find your journal, and write down everything you do with your mind these days. What occupies your thoughts? What social media, what books, TV shows, podcasts, music, people, groups, friends, movies, etc. What are you exposing yourself to during the day? Examine your typical day and write down all the things, all of them, even if they are embarrassing, even if you aren't proud of it. I can easily get distracted by reels on Instagram if I'm not careful, for example, and I'm not thrilled about it, but I definitely waste time on reels. So that's something I need to replace with something else. So now you've got a list of how you spend your time. I want you to look at each thing and ask yourself these questions. Does this lift me up? Does this fill me with joy? Does this fill me with light and love and creativity? If the answer is no to all three of these questions, delete it out of your life you can cross it off your list right now and replace it with something that does bring you joy. That's the second part of this exercise. I want you to write down everything that brings you joy. This may end up looking like a gratitude list. Had the small things, the big things, the in-between things. It can be things like walking in nature, drinking herbal tea, hugging your children, hugging a friend, looking out the window and watching the wildlife or the birds, the squirrels, connecting with friends, reading a good book, reviewing a friend's book or sharing a friend's art on social media, hot bath, listening to music, singing to yourself or singing with your family or friends, writing, painting, composing, analyzing. There are numberless things that bring us joy in this life. So write all those things down and then replace the things that don't lift you up with the things that do. Delete everything that doesn't serve you and add in more of the things that bring joy. So, for instance, I need to delete the time that I'm spending looking at reels. Sometimes they're interesting, right? But they're not really lifting me up in the way that I want to be lifted. So, I need to replace that with something from my joy list, like, you know, drinking herbal tea and looking out the window at nature. Just take things that bring you joy off your joy list and put them into your life by replacing anything that doesn't make your life better. That way, you're intentionally immersing yourself in joy. As you celebrate the small successes, make the journey fun and allow yourself to create something beautifully messy. Remember, you created something, something only you can create and there's no better reason to feel joy. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L dot com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Kahl. Music and audio engineering by James Call.